Welcome back to Radio Arma. I'm very happy to have you on the show this week. And we are going to be talking about NTF, NATO Task Force. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had Timo, which is again with us today on the show to talk about NTF. He was with us on the Fight News to talk about his involvement in the involvement of his team in the ESM tournament, he's going to be able to give us more details about that today. Uh, and he's also with WD, um, EWD for the long one, but uh, we'll call him WD because his nickname is super freaking long. So we'll cut it out and um, and uh, we'll call you him UWD. Um, Timur first. Hi, man. How's it going? Hello. Good evening, Flash. How are you? How are you doing? Having a good, well, uh, a good day. Yeah, definitely. I had one. Cool, amazing nice weather. Yes, uh, not at my place, but uh, whatever. Um, so first of all, Timo, let's talk about you. How old are you? Well, I'm currently uh, twenty years old. Twenty years old, amazing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you're still in school, is that it? Uh, no, I'm on a job training, but uh, yeah, partly in school next partly in uh, school. week or the, the upcoming okay. week I'm going to school, but then two finishing, weeks again. In finishing the... your year, basically. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Amazing. Plenty of time for vacation soon. Uh, how did you pick up uh, the Armor 3 uh, or an Armor game in general? Well, my whole PC gaming career, if you can call it this way, <laughs> um, started with uh, Daisy Standalone. Okay. I saw lots of videos on YouTube, especially from some uh, German YouTubers, because my English wasn't that good at that time. Um, well and improved. then I decided to pick up Daisy Standalone, mm -hmm. played in a German community, and but after some time, Daisy sucked so much. It was a awful patch i started playing 0 0.55 so it's right. I think, the worst update daisy ever had so then i decided or i looked out yeah which other games maybe could be interesting or similar to daisy and then yeah i picked up arma 3 um at the original price uh 45 euros <laughs> so with, without any dlc mm -hmm. and yeah that's my start of uh, Arma 3. That was... In the number three of the series. Amazing. Yes. Well, let's hope that uh, Daisy is uh, is now uh, doing good. Um, as we all know, most of the fleet of uh, Bohemian Interactive devs have been shifted to uh, to the engine that, that's currently running um, Daisy. So uh, let's hope that Daisy is is into better shape than when you picked it up. Uh, it is definitely, yeah. It is, yeah. I uh, tested it myself and it's great. Um, for So for how long have you been in, in your community, NTF? Well, 
the first years of Armor 3, I played like, um, as I said in the last fight news, first I played Battle Royale, then some King of the Hills, some Life, some Exile, I tried nearly everything, and then I came across NTF, I joined them back in 2017, if I'm right, no, it's 2016, mm -hmm. um, March 2016, yeah, and since then I'm playing there, I'm currently part of the staff team and supporting doing doing some work for the community and yeah that's that's it great so great involvement in the in the community and uh and so what's your personal role in ntf what do you do member of well, the staff I'm, you said and um yeah, what do you do of the staff. um i am responsible for public relations that means um i'm going to communicate with other communities for a joint ops or yeah like this one part of the advertising team um, which is like advertised for us <laughs> um yeah so all the part which goes to outside of the community is is like my area of responsibility okay does that mean communication as well with yes, twitter a lot that of kind of communication thing? yeah a lot of communication Great. Okay, so you're the uh, the main um, the main channel in and out from uh, NTF then. That's it. Yeah. That's great. Okay, and we're going to shift now to WD. Hi, man. How's it going? Hi there. Uh, I'm fine, and you? I'm great. I'm great. So, how old are you? Well, I'm also 20 years old. Um, yeah. Great. And how? When did you pick up uh, an arm again? Was it in Armor Three or before that? Uh, no, I picked up Arma 3 in 2013 with Arma 2, mainly because of the DayZ mod, um, which had a huge hype at that time. Mm -hmm. And I some I kind of played Milsim with some friends um, with with Acrid at that time, and, and just in a slow uh, little circle with about five or six guys, and then shifted over to Arma 3 as soon as it came out and uh, played it since then. Great, amazing. So I uh, started in Arma 2 uh, a bit before, uh, just before uh, Timo then. A few years yeah. before. Yeah, a few uh, years, yeah. And, and so for how long have you been in, in, uh, in the community? A few years, obviously, but um, since when? Since its creation or after um, that? Well... In the NTF, I'm actually just uh, about five months. Uh, I joined the NTF at the end of oh, 2018. Okay, so you're um, a newbie in the in the community. Actually, yes, yes. Um, I played mostly um, this roleplay uh, genre in Arma 3 um, for the last mm -hmm. few years, and then joined the NTF uh, because a, fr a friend of mine uh, was a former member. And oh, that, he said, that sounds that sounds sinister because of him. He he led me here. <laughs> yeah, he led me here, and he left me here because oh, really? uh, we we said we both pick up uh, the milsim and to to play together um, again Arma three. But uh, yeah, he left me there alone because he had to concentrate on his school, and I had the time to play. Okay, I see. So, what's your role in the community? Why are you here today? Uh, my role is to assist Timo in any kind of manner that he needs my help um, because he has a lot of, as you already heard before, he has a lot of things around his head that he has to manage and he was on the look for a helping hand and 
Yeah, I sprang to his eyes. And you, you were available and willing to help him out. That's great, uh, having people help you out, I guess, Timo? Yeah, it is indeed. And it's also nice to have someone here which isn't as experienced as I am in the NTF. Um, that's why it's always or either a good thing to bring uh, EVD or his full name is Ernst Wilhelm Dieter. That's <laughs> why to... we're not pronouncing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. No offense, man. No offense. Um, so, right. Well, yeah, I guess it brings new, I mean, just a, a, a fresh eye on things, I guess. Fresh yes. uh, uh, fresh insight on, on things that you might just do by... by uh, by mechanism, I guess. Exactly, exactly, mm -hmm. that's it. That's great. Okay. So let's go on with your community, NTF, NATO Task Force. Um, so uh, f how many players do you count in the community? Well, that depends on active players and registered players. Let's, let's say active players. Okay, active players. Well, then around 30, 35, 40 uh, in, in this... Uh, in this uh yeah around that um that's a decent number man it that's is cool. yes it is but uh, not all all weekend uh everyone is available so yeah um, only natural people it's, have it's okay. uh, have lives yeah it's cool. over the years uh, constantly around this number so it's people? it's fine People keep saying that Armor 3 is dying. Keep, keep People keep saying that Armor 3 is dead. What the freaking fuck, guys? Uh, I mean, you're the third, um, third community in three weeks that we interview, and you guys are all uh, displaying numbers that are just super duper. So where where is Armor 3 dying, man? The Armor 3 is doing mm. great. Well, there were in the last months or years a couple of our, yeah, let's say cooperation partners, um, which died. Some some German clients or community, um, they died. But yeah, so it's it's lowering the numbers. But uh, the other clients got bigger then, and mm -hmm. it's one of one of our. So the the numbers are constantly, um, over the last years, as I said. Nice. Okay. That's a so nice one. So in NTF, how does the leading chain work? How does the uh, hierarchy work? Um, we got three leaders, um, and below them, uh, I guess, what's uh, seven staff members. And uh, the staff members, uh, as Timo is one of them, they um, they uh, take care of some of of one special uh, special business where they fully concentrate they all have a role is that it yeah they have their mm -hmm. own their sole purpose um to say it like this uh, mm -hmm. for example one is uh constantly focused on educations or estimo is on public relations okay right i see and so um you said there were three leaders how do do these guys work they're they're the top of the chain i guess uh these guys just work all three together and they take all the big decisions is that it yes that's that's it um it's like the the, the staff members are just uh, the experts in their 
um, in the regions they are working in. And then if the uh, leaders have to make a decision, they ask the staff members about their opinion. And on that, they decide. Ah, okay. So, so they're not uh, just taking all the decision as the, the three big boss uh, well, bosses. Sorry, they're they're also consulting the officers and 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 taking uh, taking advices. Is that it? That that's it. That's it. Um, they don't decide everything because if if I got some invite from another community, um, it's on my if I say yes, we're going to play with you, or am I um, uh, say no, we don't have time or we don't want to. That's that's on my part. But all the the important big decisions, the uh, lead team is uh, going to take so the final um, decision yeah the final decision that's got it, it. okay so we kind of um answered that question timo but um how old is the community um the nato task force is active since 2014 2014 that makes it five years or, or so more uh, or less basically yeah, I think it was December 2014. So let's say right. 2015. So, so basically, that would be big, uh, from the beginning of, of Armor 3. Around, yeah. Around okay. that time. Right. Armor 3 was nice. released September 2013. And then, yeah, more, a bit more than nice. one year ago after that, um, and, have started. And you guys are still doing great and still living even after five years of Armor 3. And that is great. We are super glad for it uh, and super proud of uh, the game. Um, how many people are currently in, in an average mission? I mean, when you organize an event uh, weekly, uh, how many people do you show up? Um, in average, it's about 25 people, sometimes a bit more, sometimes a bit less. Uh, some missions we have the possibility to adapt. Um, if there's a bigger demand of slots, we can provide a few more or uh, adapt the mission to the lower uh, count of players. Um, yeah, mainly on on the weekend, the the numbers are a bit higher than during the week. But I guess that's the normal way. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it hard to manage twenty five people, or uh, is it okay? Um, I think I experienced it for myself that it sometimes depends on the setting of the mission. Uh, there are a few settings that are more interesting to the mass and. There, therefore, it's a lot easier to to get the count of of peoples you need, and there are sometimes a few missions where uh, the interest isn't as high, uh, and so you get less uh, less participation. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. But right. um, in the end, uh, I experienced it just once, that, uh, where a mission had to be cancelled. Uh, mm -hmm. In all the other cases, we were able to adapt um, and to have a good evening. Nice. That's cool. Okay. Um, and so when, what days do you train and what, uh, like what on weekdays you said, and on weekends, what are the days that you guys train? Um, well, our missions are mainly on Friday and Saturday. Um, sometimes there are spontaneous Zeus events, uh, during the, during the week, or if there isn't a mission on Saturday or Friday, uh, someone volunteers and provides a mission and our training days are typically on Sunday. That's about it. 
Okay, so pretty based on around the weekend, so three days, Friday to Sunday. Yeah, and uh, on those weekend missions, uh, like Friday and Saturday, they can last up to uh, six hours. Uh, we up always to six talk. hours, well, <laughs> really. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If, God if, damn it! Who wants to stick in a in a in a freaking game for six hours? Well, if the mission is really Im immersive, then uh, the the time flies by like nothing. Wow. And we okay. always start at eight o'clock, and mm -hmm. during the week we say at least at uh, twelve a.m. it has to be stopped. Either we we um either the the mission is shortened by one task or we say we just gonna um stop here and make a camp here and then uh and the next day we make a Zeus mission and continue from there on. Nice, okay. Or at the weekend um the mission lasts as long as it lasts. All right. So you guys have a Zeus, is that it? Um, well, or multiple Zeus, whatever, but you use Zeus. A lot of times we use Zeus, I guess, huh? Timo? Uh, no, not, not really, not really. Um, the oh. most, uh, go go ahead, the Timo, weekend, enlighten us. <laughs> the most weekend missions are fully scripted. There is only a Zeus for support available, not all the time in the Zeus, but uh, he, he plays like, like a Grenadier or something like this, mm -hmm. and if there is an issue, he can go into Zeus okay. and fix stuff. Right. But uh, normally there's no Zeus available. Oh, so, as so a, it's not as a fully so it's not a fully dynamic uh, created um, uh, scenario. It's not dynamically created by a Zeus. It's pre pre scripted, yeah, yeah. and then the Zeus just um, like hops in just if there's a, an issue or something. Exactly. Yeah, oh, that's right. it. Um, on some events with other communities or on some very special missions, there are um, those zoo slots available, but normally not. And they are normally not needed. Um, no, it I all see. depends on, on the mission setting. Um, some things you can't script because you have to see how the player um, are going to uh, react. Yeah, are going to react to certain mm -hmm. situation. So then, yeah, you you just uh, spawn the um, spawn the soldiers or the groups or whatever you wanna have there and uh, send it on their on the way with uh, Zeus. That's mm, that's all the I guess the thing. Uh, I I understand. Okay, right. That's that's great. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about um, Milsim and your operations uh, more in detail in a minute. Uh, but first, uh, can you tell us how you chose those days that you uh, play on uh, those operations? Uh, how did you choose them? Were they a, a logical choice due to um, due to the age of the community? Was it just because someone decided it like that, or how did how did you choose those days? Um, these days are just the days where the most uh, people are available, like Friday and Saturday, um, our main mission days, and then on Sunday all the trainings, because on, on Sunday a lot of uh, people have time mm -hmm. on the evening and can do certain trainings. Um, so that's like just decided on that, and even if there is a public holiday during the week, there is often a Zeus mission or someone offers a scripted mission. That that always depends. Okay, uh, I understand. Well, let's now uh, begin with well with the main topic of of this podcast. It was is the Milsim. 
which is your main activity as as a, a unit. Uh, and to introduce the milsim, I'm just going to uh, drop in a you know a topic uh, that uh, just popped in my head before the interview, and I wanted to have your reaction on that topic. What do you guys think about Discord as a tool to coordinate the unit, uh, an an three unit in general, and maybe your unit, maybe any unit? Uh, do you guys use Discord? for starters um we don't have our official ntf discord um, okay i of course have my my, my private one or mm -hmm. however to call it and uh, communicate um, with s uh, lots of people via discord but we don't have a uh, official one yet okay i'm going to introduce this in our next staff meeting and uh, see what the other people think about it um if we set up our own discord channel right. or so well that that is very interesting you're completely going to be able to give us your input on this on this topic which means you you've studied discord you obviously use discord what do you think about discord and why are you going to push it into uh on i mean uh I don't know, introduce it or suggest it to your unit. Uh, in what manner do you think that tool can be a, a, a positive impact on the coordination of your unit? Temo? Yeah. Um, well, oh, you, were, you were like... <laughs> I was thinking. Okay, thinking about your answer. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was thinking because our main organization is currently working about our forums. Mm -hmm. So there is all the information we need and I think lots of members would be irritated if this is going to is going offline one day and all swept over to Discord. Um because even there are so many informations inside, um I think it's nearly impossible to convert it into a Discord server. Mm -hmm. Um all the organization structures and stuff. Um we uh, yeah gained over the last years so um for like short time or real time communication some uh, small chat um voice chat or even webcam chat um discord is a nice tool um but our i think if we if we set up our discord and the main communication will still be on our forums but just then as an additional like chatting tool or giving information to people outside of the community because if mm -hmm. you look at our forums there aren't that much topics um visible um as there are so um, you just see. have to register and then uh, get, get access to our internal um, I I understand. Okay. Ones. So basically what you're saying is that obviously you want to keep uh, the uh the forums, okay? Because you think mm -hmm. that on the long term obviously you've stacked up a lot of archives on it and there's a lot of planning going on on it and and it's a persistent uh tool and uh, where you can really plan things on it uh, and also have, you know, dedicated threads for certain things. Yeah. Uh, and on the other side, you want to use Discord as in, uh, uh, firstly, as an external way of reaching out to other communities. Is that it? 
Yeah, that's what I right. thought about um, mm -hmm. how it could be used if we set up one. Okay, um, and and also being a more you know more quicker way of passing on and, yes. and spreading information, right? Exactly, exactly. Okay, that's it. right. Um, WD, do you have any uh, input on that topic? What do you think? Uh, well, I think, as Timo said, it's it's a good way to to spread informations fast because um, if you've got the the application on your mobile phone, you get the notification on your screen that maybe a new mission was published or something like that. So you're always up to date. Um, and I think for that kind of purpose, uh, Discord is 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 a really good use. I see. Okay. Well, that was a great introduction to uh, to the Milsim part of, of the unit. Um, it's obviously a tool that you're going to um, suggest to the team. We'll see in a few weeks if your guys are you guys are using it, uh, and we'll see about that. Um, about Milsim and ta uh, NATO Task Force. Um, so, do you guys have trainings? I think I heard the word training before. I probably mentioned it myself. Uh, WD, uh, what about trainings? Do you guys have trainings like the other units? Uh, I don't know how other uh, communities manage this topic, but uh, for us, it's at the beginning, if you join uh, the NATO task force, um, got this this uh, body uh, training, we call it, um, where an experienced member uh, takes you under his wings and he teaches you some basic stuff like the the controls and um, how to read a map, the coordinates and stuff like this, and a small um, <clears throat> training in medical uh, stuff, so how to treat a wound and things like oh, this. Okay, and right. So that, then, that's for that's for new new players to the game. But if, for example, I am I'm experienced with the game, I already know all those basics. Uh, do you have trainings for more experienced players? Uh, yes, we we also got. Um, I don't know. Um, we we discussed about this topic um, on last Friday. Um, so, if an experienced member comes to the NTF, uh, he can skip over some of the basic trainings and the mm, the boot camp okay. and the advanced boot camp. Um, those are the two trainings you have to attend to become a full member of the NTF. And after this, you've got the special, uh, you know, um, the special trainings. For example, um, a CQB uh, training, or um, so you you specialize for, for mechanized in uh, infantry, and okay. there you can specialize. And it shows up in the forums with a small badge that you attended this uh, training, and that you know the the stuff that you should know for that. Okay, that's great. Um, WD. Following on that uh, on that question, um, in your missions, so the main operations that you um, that you have uh, after those trainings, uh, how do you manage the themes? So, what are the main themes? Do you have one main theme that is always going in the in the um, in the unit, or does someone I don't know, a, a mission builder or something always comes up with new ideas. Um, how does that work? Um, well, generally, the, the 
theme in which we are um, moving is mostly like our name suggests the the forces of the NATO and also mainly the the recent times and then uh, it kind of depends on the the mission builder um, they most most of the time they got their favorite themes in which they are um, building their missions. But um, they also um, all the time are up for something new. For um, example, we had um, a, a large campaign on Altus, which was provided by one of our members, um, where we had mo uh, all different kinds of themes. For example, we had one with main battle tanks. We had one just uh, with with JTACs and special forces that came from from a boat and invaded to shore so um yeah from my point of view uh we not we don't have a general theme we are we have a big variety i don't know how timo sees this, sees this with his experience he has in the ntf well sometimes we can also play some russian Russian troops on our BTR and yeah, clean up generals. So <laughs> there is there, there are no borders. Even some PMC stuff, like um, yeah, fictional groups. It's all, also possible to um, create them as a mission builder and then and then let the player place them or even place against them. I see. Um, and so in those operations, uh, how do you manage the difficulty of the mission? So meaning obviously the AI, because in those missions it's PVE. Uh, how, do you, how do you manage the, the AI? Is it preset? Because you said that you didn't have a live Zeus, so it's all pre-made. Um, how does the mission builder, um, I don't know, manages the difficulty uh, in the mission, Timo? Well, there's uh, are two settings, or yeah, two settings. Uh, the first is the amount of the enemies and the strongness. Uh, so um, one infantry is, is another um, is is higher, easier to to fight than uh, one T ninety, for example. So um, that's the first part of the difficulty, and the other part is the accuracy and stuff. So the the technical. Mm -hmm. Um, settings in armor, how the AI should react and how they should aim, and uh, yeah, that's right. the, those right. two points. Yeah. but but though, so so for your unit, how how do you guys manage it? I mean, um, meaning, sorry, I'm I'm going to be a bit more clear on the question. Um, how do you guys play with AI? Do you guys use a badass um, sniping AI from across trees, or do you use a super dumb AI that will just not recognize his own feet? Well, as you know, we are playing armor. One day the AI is very smart, and the other day the AI just stays there and waits until you shoot her. So <laughs> okay, it's it always depends on the mission. Even if I play. A mission on the on the test server like with with some ais of mine of the of the blue four i just spawn some enemy ais and let them fight against each other on one day they are very smart and come from the flank and fall back and stuff and on the other day they just stay there and don't see anything um so that, that always depends we even have sometimes missions where um ai is dying like mm -hmm. every second um, and and another missions they give you a headshot over a one kilometer 
Twitter with Ironside. So mm -hmm. um, that is always a setting of the um, mission maker, like the the amount and, as I said, the accuracy and stuff. So um, normally we play with a yeah intelligent and good aiming, but not a bad ass. Um, okay, so shooting you, you over generous AI. Basically, you play it with, I don't know, like seventy percent of his of its uh, of its capacity, right? Like you don't yeah. put it at one hundred percent. Well, there are certain parameters you can set in a mission. Um, normally, everything is on uh, one decimal zero, which is one hundred percent. But the aiming accuracy is around yeah zero zero decimal three or zero decimal five in this area i get um, it most okay. of the time i see what about your mods um which mods do you use i mean you're not obviously going to give us the whole set of mods but do you have the mods that really stick out that you you really find they 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 uh they are the heart and soul of your unit well um we often play uh, Bundeswehr, German army. So um, there are probably lots of mods you know, like Bundeswehr mod or BVA3, I think, mm -hmm. is their prefix. Um, okay. But there are also some smaller modifications like Bundeswehr Kleiderkammer, which is like a Bundeswehr closing, and that's a smaller mod. Um, mm -hmm. So there are we we play even with some some not that well known but very nice um, add-ons. Uh, also like the CAT Ace expansions with the Beefy and the uh, Splint. Mm -hmm. Um, that's like, I'm what? I'm saying mm hmm, but I clearly do not know those modes. <laughs> uh, but those yeah, are just I, additions to Ace. I feel you. So you've you've really dug into to mod finding, and you found really mods that you really like, uh, even though they are probably not the most famous. Yeah, that's it. We of course also have um, RHS in our mod set, all four parts. But mm -hmm. we don't have a cup in our mod set. Um, but uh, yeah, the maps we got, but not none of the uh, units mm, and uh, stuff. Okay. So, so you only, only use cup for the maps? Only cup for the maps and not all okay. of them. So we don't play with uh, CBR, Cold War Assault, for example, mm -hmm. is not in our mod set. And um, yeah, some, some other stuff, even from uh, cup maps, uh, some uh, maps are sorted out and we don't play with right. them. I see. So how large do you think your mod pack is? Well, um, can you quantify around... that in in gigabytes or something? Yeah, I can. And um, we have different mod modification sets. I only talked about the normal or how it's internally called modern. And um, then we have our part in World War Two, where it's uh, all the CVR and phases of war stuff inside IFA. Um, all those uh, very famous uh, World War Two mods. Mm -hmm. And then we have another mod set um, for uh, Vietnam. So all those unsung, oh, okay. for example. Those, those um, big, big-ass mods. So obviously they're is, a part. Okay. I think right. all those three uh, mod sets combined is around yeah, 100 gigs. Mm, I see. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's only natural. Uh, yeah. um, unsung must be like at least 20% just one mod. So I yeah. completely understand that. Um, Timo, Arma Sync or Steam Workshop? Well, none of them. <laughs> none of them. None of them. Now wow, you can guess. Amazing. How do we manage our mod set? Now you can. Yeah, now you Go can ahead. guess. 
Uh, well, I we need to, to guess. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have to guess. I, I, I mean, if you're clever enough, you would have um, uh, created your own launcher or something. Would that be it? Um, not created, but uh, maybe you know the name Rockhound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he so, provided a tool called Just Sync Armor. Okay, I which see. is yeah, literally just like Armor Three Sync, but very simplified and mm-hmm. yeah, not as buggy as Armor Three Sync. So it's working very nice. Okay, um, that's cool. And and uh, so the the why question that was following is basically that is because you were looking for something like Armor Three Sync but uh, a bit less um, complicated uh, and and a bit more um, light, I guess, uh, and yeah. less buggy. Well, um, we first had Armors Resync in the starting time of NATO Task Force. We had this tool, but then we swept over to Just Sync, and after that swap, we got like 90% less tech support. Um, mm. It's if there is a tech support, if you need tech support for just sync, then it's something really hard normally. Okay. Um, so so, so it saved it. so it saved a lot of time. Yeah, uh, with the newbies. Definitely, definitely, and Amazing. Steam Workshop is like yeah, it forces you to to update if a mm-hmm. uh, mod got updated. So it's uh, yeah, not interesting for us. And well, even all, I mean, not even all the the mods are in the workshop because we have some. Mm-hmm internal guys who yeah, built their right. own uh, right. modifications mm-hmm. or some other modifications which are not public mm-hmm. um, or even some modified um, for example some of those uh, how is it the one called to build these badass fighter jets for armor 3 um, how is he called I don't remember his name but there's one guy he built awesome fighter jets mm-hmm. like the um Harrier and stuff for armor and we modified some configs for That's example great. in there so um yeah not not everything of this is uh, publicly available okay so so obviously if you find the name of that guy we'll put uh, the link in the description for people to uh, check it out yeah um while we're on mods uh guys so both of you starting with uh wd what's your favorite terrain um it's difficult to say for me actually because I only just started to to really explore the the possibilities Armor Three provides with all the modifications. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent a whole lot of time on Altus, um, which I think um, the the pros of this map is that it is one of the most stable um, maps uh, performance wise mm-hmm. yeah um, but from the from the vanilla armor 3 maps I think uh, Tanoa is the one is that's favorite. my most favorite yes so I can completely agree with you on the um, on the perf I mean yeah the stability argument uh, that you're bringing uh, above Altus Clearly, uh, I'm. I mean, I'm completely synced with you on that point. Um, Arm three Altis is just completely insane. Even though it's huge, it's really, really stable. Um, I don't know if they've done really improvement over time since it was published first in in uh, five years ago. I don't know, but um, I'm I'm completely agreeing with you on that point. Though I must say, it's 
oh, I hate that map, man. I've, so, I've I've played it too much, you know. Like it's really the yeah. kind of map that you just don't want to see anymore because you've you spent all your fucking time on it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel you on this one, but I think um, for me personal, it was um, I didn't really explore the whole map because. Altus can provide such a huge uh, variability of of mm-hmm. different kinds of terrains. If you go, mm-hmm. for example, to the north, you've got all these mountains and valleys that you can use. If you go a bit mm-hmm. more to the south, you've got this uh, huge areas um, with with forest and kind of of a flat uh, surface. And also, you've got some uh, areas where there is more. The area is more green and more uh, where you have more flowers and go on the opposite end of the map you've got this desert-like terrain so i think uh, for me personal um i can i just really started to explore the map and started to to um appreciate, yeah, to the appreciate it even more and i yeah. see right got it what about you timo what's your favorite terrain well, I split this into modded and unmodded because mods are, as everyone knows... Go, uh, go with mods, go with mods. We want to yeah. know mods. Well, first, um, I fully agree with you on Altus, but I haven't played through some some days. I spawn in the editor with a yeah random location and then I start somewhere in the nowhere, explore new things there. So um, I've got so many play hours on this map, but... Um, even now I can explore more and new things I've never seen uh, before. So that's, yeah, Altus is an awesome, awesome map. And modded, as you know, I was uh, twice in the real area of Generous. So mm-hmm. um, Generous is my yeah all-time favorite. All-time favorite. Yeah, that's... Great. Okay. So many real life and even um, in-game uh, things I've experienced. There are so many epic battles. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah. Did for me. did you did you check out the Redux version that actually yes. got an update real real recently? Um, it's still being devved and, and it's still getting updates. Uh, did you check out the Redux version? Before my name was Chandra twenty two thirty five, wasn't it? Um, I don't, I don't remember, man. I've always known it as uh, Chernerus Redux. Um, it, it has been Redux for a long, long, long time. Ah, okay. uh, I don't think it was called that way, or maybe it was another project or something. I don't know. Well, I think those are separate projects. Now I, I remember which which projects you mean. No, no I didn't uh, try this one. I just saw some videos. I think Frankie on PC mm-hmm. made yeah. some videos some years ago. Um, it's clearly apocalyptic and yeah, it's just yeah. awesome, man. You need to 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 check it out. It's uh, will, it's another phase. I mean, it's another phase to generous, really. Okay, out. Uh, thanks for the tip, Abel. Cool. Uh, what about joint ups? What does your unit do with joint ups? Uh, do you do you join up with uh, other people to joint ups? Lol. Did you did you feel that? No, no, whatever. Doing bad jokes. Um, so, do you, do you guys have join ups with other teams? Yes, that's my part of responsibility. 
um, like all these, we call it internally, internally events. All the internal stuff is our missions. So um, just yesterday we had a big, um, yeah, not that big, but around 35 players with uh, another German clan called the Tense Mountain Division. Mm-hmm. They play yeah mostly American stuff. So um, we joined them, um, played some mission on Generous Winter as so, Russians. So how does it work? Do you guys join them on their mod pack, or do yes. you guys like um, um, consult each other and build a mod pack that is common? And uh, no, how does it work? Um, well, building a mod pack together, we I tried this in the um, past, but it's not really working. Um, so now our standard is like, um, yeah, loading the, the mod pack of the, uh, inviting community. It's mostly not that big. Um, yesterday it was around 30 gigs, but it's still okay. I think. Okay. You, right. Yeah. If you, if you play on a cup map and use RHS, then 30 gigs is okay, I guess. Nice. So you spread out to other communities and you, you. I mean, you reach out to other communities or either yes. to uh, to organize your own events eventually. Yeah. Or we, to or to participate in other events. Yeah, we cur- we currently have a big campaign on the map. Maybe you know it, Boscada, which mm, is. I think the name rings a bell, but um, I never played on it. Well, Boscada is like um, in the in the real world, just next to um, Altus in the northeast of Altus. But it's on the Turkish side and not on the Greece side. Mm-hmm. So um, it's nearly, or it looks nearly as Altus, but it's a different era. Um, so there are no other um, things like like cup uh, needed. So mm-hmm. the, the modification uh, pack of our internal missions we host, um, or of our events, I mean, is very small. And we don't use RHS and keep it as small as possible. So, um, like, when was it? Three or four weeks ago, we played with uh, three other communities this uh, campaign mm-hmm. um, with mortar support, with um, helicopter logistics, uh, with uh, moving medics, and f- I think four groups, so around 60 player. That's great. And so... We're closing up on on Milsim now. Um, we are going to move on to uh, the PvP topic. And to introduce the PvP, um, I wanted you guys to um, to give us your input on. So I don't know how I'm going to put this topic. Uh, so basically, P- there, there's different sorts of PvPs. Um, the topic of today is going to be Yurachiko. I'm, I'm probably massacring the, the name of that thing, uh, the word, I mean, the spelling. Um, Yurachiko-based uh, PvP in Arma 3. So basically, what I mean is uh, PvP that's based on a command chain, okay? Um, how do you guys appreciate that kind of thing? Have you already played that kind of PvP? I guess um I guess um ATC Armor Tactical Combat is kind of like that. Have you guys already played that kind of thing? Temo? 
Yes, in the last or the recent, which was the the the, the last one, I think was it ATC six. I'm not sure. Sorry, but it was ATC, ATC nine, man. Nine. Oh, it was nine. <laughs> well, we yes, it, five it, you know, and I don't you know, know what you know what I I completely understand why you messed it up. It's because it was um how is it called um Rolling Thunder six. That's why, and it's all it it's basically uh, organized by the same unit which is bdr that's probably what it wasn't the 26 i guess what? it was 26 because uh, thunder? Rolling thunder you mean rolling, th rolling thunder yeah i think it was 26 for 26 you yeah, sure yeah 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 we need to look that up but well, yeah, whatever he, he that's another topic um so tell us more about um that that kind of bbb well um i think at two versions of rolling thunder ago we participated with one whole tank platoon um which was yeah a nice experience for us but we aren't that experienced experienced in the pvp so we yeah failed and lost or lost mm -hmm. and both battles on both days that we participated i think at the version after again lost again and um, yeah, then I got the invitation for those ATC from Nemesi. Mm -hmm. um, she's like the the leading of BDR. I hope yeah, it's the leader she, of she's, BDR. Yeah, she is the leader of BDR. Yeah. Okay, because I don't want to make someone the leader as you did uh, <laughs> no with Kif. We are the last fight news. So um, yeah, she's she's then the leader of BDR. I talked with her a lot, and uh, she invited us to the ATC. I got really deep into the rules and how everything worked. And then I decided um, we are going to uh, sign up with, I think it was four slots. And then at the end, we had like seven or eight people in the last mission playing mm -hmm. for, for us. And uh, yeah, that was like the um, campaign. Some of our, our I, sh I showed some of our members, TVT can be fun. Because mm -hmm. um, all the TVT we played before was just like, yeah, one community on 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 site A and the other community on site B fight on one objective and that was it. So the, mm, if, if everyone got got defeated, uh, the other one is is this, uh, the uh, winner side. So um, okay. that was a bit, um, yeah, not that. Not, a, not that. Yeah, you didn't really appreciate it. But what about, do you appreciate, um, um, I mean, PvP with a command chain? Um, I mean, obviously, uh, on the other side, there's the uh, just uh, free-for-all PvP and just the um, do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> but um, but how, do you, how do you appreciate that kind of, of PvP? Is it more your type based on the fact that you're obviously a milsim unit? Is it more something that you're into? Yes, um, we call it CO PVP, so co-op PVP, co which is PvP, like, okay. yeah, it's it's a mixture between both. That's why we call it in our um, forums CO PVP if we participate mm -hmm. there. Okay. Um, so the members know which type of mission is it. So um, that's the the part or the 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 genre of PVP we enjoy the most because it's like playing against um, very, very smart AI, if you can call yeah, it this way. Exactly. Um, they can do something the normal AI can't do in missions. Like so, think. Um, 
Yeah, like like thinking or um, taking a boat to transport and then come from the back or mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's yeah. all those stuff. I loved the um, ATC after it ended. I didn't know what to do with my Sunday evening because it was like um, I think the meeting was under the week on one uh, evening. I talked with everyone. We uh, made the plan for the upcoming battle and then on Sunday evening we played. And it was like five times in a row. And then after after it ended, I didn't know what to do because there was no ATC. My, my Sunday your, had no... Your, your Sunday was missing something. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> nice. Okay, so you're open to uh, long-term events, like uh, repetitive yes. events uh, over a long period of time. Yes, yes. Nice. That's good to know. So out there, if you're listening and you're into long-term PvP, think about it. The Milsim uh, side of the community is more open to uh, to command-chained-based uh, PvP and to long-term PvP as well. That's good to know. Um, so on the on in the PvP topic of today uh, regarding NTF, uh, Timo, you're going to be able to give us more intel on your recent involvements, which are part of um, ESM's CTF tournament. Um, basically, what made you involve your unit in that kind of PvP? PvP because it's completely different from uh, everything you just said right now. Um, yeah, it is. Um, you also, or the ESM account, tagged us at the invitation of the last cup and then even had a small um, direct message um, with you guys or with the ESM guys um, about our participation. And then I wrote, ah, no, it's, it's maybe not, the, it's maybe not the, the, the best timing because that time we played ATC and yeah, all those too much on your plate. up is a bit too much yeah mm -hmm. and uh then after i uh the, the the recent cup was announced i yeah asked internally if there are some guys interested in and uh, can think about playing for the yeah ntf esports team how it's called and some or a lot of people got interested and then i decided to um Open up the team and yeah, to so you, sign us so, in. So you already g gave it a name. It's the NTF Esports team. That's great. Yes. yes. And <laughs> okay, our, so... our like um, leading, I can, I can call it motto. Um, our like um, the one, the one leading we got is NTF leads the way. <laughs> uh, great. But I so, think we won't lead the way. <laughs> so have you have you already built your roster with your players and things? Well, I. I know who one is available and currently they are in the um, time of playing some CTF, attending to the trainings and uh, then I will see some some guys will um, drop off and say, no, I didn't expect it this way, which is okay because they never played it before. But um, some other guys are very um, looking forward to the tournament after the last training we Amazing. were into, and I said, "Yeah, I'm. For me, it can start tomorrow. Um, I don't want to wait uh, oh, until cool. it, it starts." <laughs> so, okay, so um, uh, I'm just going to jump a question here because I think that one is is related more. Um, so, 
um, you you said that obviously some players didn't know about uh, about the game mode. They were interested in testing it, and then they just found out it wasn't their thing. Um, are they uh, are those people, and obviously the rest of the unit, uh, going to watch it live? Because it's obviously going to be um, um, displayed on on Twitch live, and people are going to watch the competition and see who's going to win and things. Is that come? I mean, even though it's something that didn't interest them, do you think there's a, a large um, interest in people? Uh, you know, watching in and cheering for their own team or for other teams? Well, they will definitely, uh, the, the majority of our um, clan, if there is no internal emission um, at the same day or at the same uh, time, they will definitely watch it. And if there mm -hmm. is a mission, they will definitely watch it on uh, like uh, phone or tablet or on the second nice. screen. I'm right. certainly sure because it's their community. It's the community they play in and they want to see how they're doing. So right. I, I'm, I'm really them. sure they will watch at least our um, games live I'm, I'm really sure that's cool so we need we need to find someone to stream yours because obviously there's there's gonna be a lot of matches at the same time and obviously you know there's um, only few streamers and the rules of ESM are pretty strict on streaming and obviously we need someone to stream your particular uh, matches to, so that people can can watch them right um, yeah there's a there's another German, uh, bigger Muslim YouTuber. He was mm -hmm. uh, part of our clan, but then swept over to another clan. Oh, are you um, talking about uh, RPG Team X or something? Team X, yeah, right? about Martin. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, I'm we need. Bit... Um, does he stream? Uh, well, he is going to because he asked oh. me if I want to assist him and if we are going to uh, comment together is there, if the NTF is not playing because I'm going to play, but if there are another guys who want to play, I can even mm -hmm. comment um, the, the yeah. new thing on his channel. So the, the current that's, plan is that's cool. um, I'm going to comment the whole thing with him together. Okay, cool. That's that's great. What about you, WD? Are you playing in the in the competition or not? Uh, unfortunately, uh, I don't have the time at those two mm -hmm. weekends. Um, mm -hmm. I sure as hell would have played if I had the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, real life uh, is the number first. one priority. Mm -hmm. um, obviously. obviously. Will um, you still watch the matches if you have time or something like that? Um, I, I will try to take yeah. the time to watch it. Sure, but obviously mm. real life shit goes first. And that's completely understandable and we won't um, take any... any yeah, grant. I mean, you won't be blamed for it. Um, so, last question about PvP, Timo. Um, what other kind of PvP do you take part in? Um, I mean, you mentioned ATC. I mentioned we made, we talked about ESM's uh, Capture the Flag esports tournament. Um, do you guys take part in other kinds of PvP? I don't know, like King of the Hill, that kind of things. Well, not officially. Sometimes there are a few people. If there is no mission, like on on Sunday or during the week, they plus uh, just play spontaneous King of the Hill, and you can join mm -hmm. them easily. Um, but that's only spontaneous and not official. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, we participated in a big TVT um, mission 
yeah, how to call it campaign, not really. It's the, maybe you know it, the Armor Bowls competition, which is again this type I of CU, uh, it's a co op PvP or TVT, however to call it. There are lots of uh, German and even uh, international guys. It's hosted from the German community Armor World. .de. So um, all the organization is in German, but last time we participated, which was, I think, the last time of the whole campaign anyways. So the last time, um, even FK um, Gaming, F FK Fuck Gaming, knows, yeah, Fuck they knows, participated right? in. And oh, I think I saw a picture of that somewhere. I think it was I will on... send you the um I will send you the stream. There's even a English stream available hosted from the guys over at three uh, C B. So Commando Brigade or Command Brigade. That, that's cool. I'll I'll look into it. That's great. We'll probably yeah, put a link awesome. in the description if uh, other if, I mean if the listeners want to uh, dig into that. Let's yeah, just, move on. Just let me um talk about this competition because yeah, sorry. It's, Go it's ahead. So awesome. Um, it was like the, the last situation was there are three cities on uh, Malden and we got two sides and those mm -hmm. two sides have to um, talk with the local guys in those cities if they want to fight for them or not. And that was oh, like okay. the, the whole, um, there's also a, a part of role playing inside. So all those mixed up cooperation, TBT oh, and role wow. play, which is a epic mixture. I can say right. you, epic. And my part was like to um, talk with the guys in one city mm -hmm. and the guys were from Tense Mountain Division and that's where I got to contact to them. We played that's, yesterday together with them. That is so cool. And that's okay. like my job. I do um, talking with other talking. people, getting contacts <laughs> to other people and then playing mission with other people. <laughs> that, that's very interesting. I mean, never participated in that kind of PvP, never knew, even knew that people had... Uh, uh, even in even I mean organized that kind of FPVP. Obviously, people had thought about it, but I didn't know if it was really a thing. So that's great. I'll dig into that. Amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing. Unfortunately, it's paused currently because they have internal problems oh, with. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's really difficult to build this big mission. I think it's around one hundred players. Oh so right. It's okay. it's really difficult. Mm -hmm. So it's it demands a lot of time and yeah. uh, an investment to the organizing unit. I feel that's that. it. Okay, so these guys are not having enough time for that, and uh, and they're they're struggling with uh, their internal problems. Okay. Well, there are no really clan. It's like oh, Armor World is like the the center of German Milsim mostly. There are other parts mm -hmm. also, but it's mostly the part the, the center of German Milsim. So you see oh. all the clans. There is even a list available for all German Milsim clans. Um, it's awesome. I can all. I will always pick. I also pick. Uh, put this link into the description from this yeah, list. with with pleasure. So that's called Armor World, is that it? Armorworld.de. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've heard about it through uh, Tactical Training Team TTT. Uh, they're pretty involved with them as well. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. We we need to to talk to these guys and invite them onto the show to talk about their their organization and what they do and to, I mean, that would be, there's a joint op, um, joint ops, um, topic that's coming in a few, uh, in a few weeks. I don't know when exactly we're going to publish that need to record it first, obviously, but that would be a, a great thing to incorporate in that, um, 
in that particular topic because these guys are clearly doing joint ops uh, and and an and organization. Yes, it's mostly the forums they offer and then combined with that the uh, missions they mm -hmm. offer so it's just a platform if like if we're hosting or if we are going to host an open mission i would um, announce it mm, on this I website see. that's great let's move on now to uh the future of ntf um timo can you give us a bit of insight on how you keep things entertaining for your unit um, well, keeping keep it fun and entertainment is again we talked about this last Friday as um, Ernst or W uh, D forty um, said um, we we talked about this whole topic last uh, Friday with a big part of the community is like um, going to bring new leading persons like squad leaders and even platoon leaders um, into which maybe um, try different tactics and stuff and um, trying to get new mission creators because the current situation is we don't have so many mission creators so the missions aren't that yeah fun and they are fun and entertaining and they're good quality but it's uh, nearly all the time the same because we don't have that much mission builder and that's our part for the future we are going to um yeah like train more people to how to build the mission and how to bring their ideas into armor because it's not that easy all the time um but we are going to help those guys and yeah then Try to um, they they try to build good missions and bring new um, yeah new entertaining stories to to yeah. the unit. I get it. Okay. What about um so WD? I'm, I'm directing that question to you specifically. What do you see coming in Armor Three or maybe Armor Four? Uh, speaking of mods, features, improvements. I mean anything. What do you what would you see coming? What you'd like see. <laughs> well um as we all know arma 3 has its bug has its bugs uh has its bugs sometimes and in a way i think those bugs they they um are a part of this game and i kind of hope that they don't kill or uh yeah kill all the bugs for for arma 4 if it's coming up uh in a near future so that yeah, it still has this 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 armor feeling because, it, well, um, if you play armor, it's not, not, not everything is always going perfect and as mm -hmm. planned because there's always something that could go wrong. Um, for example, if someone uh, stays right next to you and fires his launcher, you don't know if I'm sure from from the from his blast if I'm if I'm safe from that or not. So I, I think those kind of things I hope that they are get implemented not not implemented but uh that they keep those things for Arma 4 that it not feels completely different. Mm, I see. So you you want them to stay in the same spirit um even if that means keeping a few bugs um that's completely fine to you if they stay in the same spirit as Arma 3 is. I would say yes. Okay. And uh, what about you Timo? What do you see coming? What you, would you like to see coming? I, <laughs> well, I would like to see our map 
coming, which is again oriented in real life geography. <laughs> That's like so, the, the thing I so enjoy the real most. Real life. Oh, okay, so so bigger maps, obviously. Uh, well, as well, uh, maybe a big uh, bigger than Altus, um, like the sites between Waverling and Altus. I think it's it's the best. Maybe, but maybe in, in the next armor part, you got a map from the whole world. So who mm -hmm. knows? Okay, right. So picking real life locations and really building them precisely. Yes, that, uh, well, that's as precisely as possible, obviously. As precisely as possible, of course, yes. Mm. It's not uh, possible to like build the uh, real area of uh, Usti. No, obviously, Pro no. I probably pronounced I mean, that wrong. Sorry only, for all only a check. simple, only a simple valley in in uh, yeah. in real life could be yeah. really challenging to to recreate because the distance yeah. are really not the same in the game. Yeah, um, the elevation and all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. indeed. What about uh, streamers? Do you guys have streamers in in uh, NTF or not? Um, yes, there are some streamers. They don't stream on our official um, YouTube channel. We don't have our official Twitch channel because mm -hmm. we don't need it. But um, they just uh, everyone streams um, via their private or yeah private if you can call it this way um channels and personal they can yeah per personal <laughs> channels. <laughs> let's call it that way <laughs> let's yeah that's that's better i guess um about their their personal channels and then um we're they they can put the link into our forums and everyone knows can, about them can, can watch can the watch uh, last operation and yeah oh, right okay um wd as a i mean um, German speaking, you're you're from Switzerland, obviously, but um, you're still to me, you're still German, uh, and that is the same for Timo. Uh, did you like global uh, mobilization, the new creators DLC? Did you buy it, and did you appreciate it? Um, I haven't uh, bought it yet um, mm -hmm. because we are still uh, debating internally if it gets mandatory or not for okay. our members. And well, from um, from my point of view, I think it's it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a good addition to the um, to the whole Armor Three um, assets that we already have, and. It definitely feels different because it is also playing in a, in a different um, era. Era yeah. of time. Yeah. It's it's the Cold War and not the the wars of future. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I I had this this break of Arma before I joined the NTF, so I I didn't really um, get the news about the global mobilization DLC uh, until it came out and. I heard about this, yeah, let's call it a shitstorm that that rolled over Bohemia Interactive for how they um, how they handle the situation with with this DLC in mm -hmm. comparison to the other DLCs. Yeah. Um. And also, in a way, I think um, what I heard was that it was announced as a mod and now is a DLC, and some people's uh, some people are aren't really happy with that. Um, because normally a mod is for free and uh, you don't have to pay for it, except if it is Skyrim. Um, 
Okay. So I, I think if it would have been uh, announced as a DLC from the beginning, um, I think uh, the people would have been a bit quieter, I guess. Mm, I see. I get what you're feeling. What about you, Timo? Did you buy it? Did you test it? Yes, of course I bought it because I'm going to yeah buy all, every DLC armor offers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or right. probably going to buy every DLC um, in the near future. That's a topic I talked about last week. No, it was this week with uh, Armor Optics or RPG Mix, how he's mm -hmm. called uh, this German YouTuber in a, another German podcast. I think it was over one hour and 20 minutes only about this topic. So it's a topic you can discuss a lot. Um, it's a really nice made DLC, Vertex macht or Lars and Julian did a great job, a really awesome job. But then there are all those, yeah, partly negative points like uh, the other handling compared to the uh, other DLCs from BI as um, Ernst or WD40 said um, before. So there's a lot of things to discuss about, but in general, I think global modification is a well done job and now we have to see how yeah it's going to uh, how bi is going to um continue this project in the future or if they were going to continue this uh creator dlc project in the future and yeah i'm a big fan of the map maybe it's because it's part of germany and maybe because it's also a real life adaption again <laughs> I see, I see. Well, what can we add to that? Uh, we are going to um, swiftly shift to the closing of this podcast. It was an amazing time with you guys. Can you both give us your Armagasm moment in Armor 3? Go um, ahead. Uh, let, let's say WD first. Let's yeah, go. Okay. Uh, for me, um, it was the experience I had at our last... Um, event campaign uh, that Timo talked about briefly before um, where different uh, people from different communities work together and you have all these different kinds of roles of Milsim uh, working together. As for example, I was part of the lo logistics crew and we had the mortar support. Um, we had the, the field medics with their own um, own vehicles. So if all those different uh, tooth of um, of the gears work together, I think these are my kind of armagasms moments. Okay, so when when everything just um, just ends up working marvelously well, even though they're they're they were all from different horizons. Exactly. If we come from different directions and work together hand in hand, and at the in the end uh, go into the same directions, I think those That's are the, the moments poetic. that makes this uh, game worth playing. <laughs> That's nice. Very poetic, I must say, and, and very enjoyable to hear. What about you, Timo? Yeah, I fully agree. Even in the uh, Tech Ops campaign, or even in the Armor 3 campaign, it's there are so many awesome moments like when you walk as a as a normal infantryist um right next to you uh main battle tank is crossing your way over you is a um battle helicopter flying and on the next hill there are some some uh, special forces um uh, shooting into the next city all those 
things combined and then with all other people like in a corporation or even in a TVT or CUTVT, corporation TVT, all those things coming together is like the uh, best things of Arma and the most yeah, Armageddon moments um, you can get in this game. That's amazing. Let's finish this um, long and amazing podcast with you guys uh, on how can people reach out to you, join you, or, I don't know, just communicate with you. You've got different platforms. You mentioned a forum. What else do you have? Um, well, we you can, can talk, contact me directly via Discord, so my, my personal or private uh, personal, I think it's a better way, Discord, um, I will put that into the description. Then we have our homepage, our forums, which is separate from the homepage. We got our Twitter profile, we got Facebook, we got Instagram, we got our yeah official YouTube, it's not, there are only three videos available currently, so, but I will also put this into the description, and uh, yeah, I think that was it, and you can also reach us on uh, TeamSpeak, I will put everything in the description. Well, what can I say after that, uh, that closing, man, you, you've said it all, we'll put all the, the links in the description, that was amazing, uh, thanks Timo for that enlightenment, uh, so if you're interested in obviously NTF, you can join them, you can uh, contact them if you want to do some some join-ups with them, they're completely open to anything, uh, Milsim and PvP, as you, had, as you heard, sorry, I'm losing my words, um, but, I mean, amazing talk with you guys, thanks for coming, I'm really pleased to have you on the show, and I hope that you guys that are listening at home or at work or wherever you're listening to this podcast, you enjoyed this great talk with Timo and WD from NATO Task Force. We'll see you, everyone, next Monday or on Friday for the fight news. As usual, you can find us on Twitter at Radio Arma and on our website, RadioArma.com. I wish you all a great week. See you, Timo. See you, WD. Sorry. Have a great day and bye-bye.